What up, headbangers? How you doing? I'm Rob O'Day, and welcome to the greasiest of all time. Today, we're chilling with Kelowna band Dying Breed. How are you guys doing? How are yourself? Good. Why don't you introduce yourselves and how the band got together? Um, Stefan, I'm on the drums um, from a little bit everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Dakota Nevins, guitarist, uh, born and raised in the uh, Okanagan. Uh, Jamie Spencer, I'm on bass. I'm originally from the UK, and uh, I moved to Kelowna about about seven, eight years ago now. Cool. How'd you guys all get together? How'd you meet? Oh man, that's, that's a that's a story. That's a story. Uh, that, uh, I always say something that's funny. I'm like Dakota. Thanks for inviting. That's kind, of <laughs> kind of our thing, man. Thanks for saying yes. So funny. So pretty much what happened was uh, being the lead singer for in high school for years. He never thought that he had a voice, and I kind of kept pushing him to, to sing. And finally, he said, okay, let's try this out. So it was me and him for a while. I uh, then started a job at Kelowna Chrysler. They were looking for a drummer at the time, and I heard of this parts guy who played drums really well. So turns out Stefan was ex-drummer for a band called Bride, uh, a Christian rock band. And as soon as I seen him play, it was like an automatic, yes, we need you. Um, and then after that, we just we were going to stick with the three piece, and Rory kind of wanted to be more free, so we uh, brought Jamie into the bass, blew in. That's awesome. So you guys are a four piece. Yeah, we're a four piece. As now. of two months ago, yeah, right? Yeah, about two months ago. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, until yeah. then, just uh, three piece, the singer rocking the bass, and uh, yeah, putting out some songs. That's crazy. That's awesome. So yeah. since March, it'll be a one year anniversary coming up. Yeah, we'll be, yeah. That's a good feeling, huh? Oh, yeah. We, we've done a lot in less than a year, big time, especially with the COVID. Yeah, yeah I was going to say COVID yeah. definitely right pushed uh, pushed everybody <laughs> to be hard. Yeah. That's awesome. It's really, so, it's really nice. Are you guys releasing any music? Have you released any music recently? I know that you have some songs on Spotify. Yeah, we got uh, Unchained. Uh, that was our first EP. It was four songs. Uh, that did pretty well, and then we released a single with the music video for Demon Got Mine. Uh, and then we plan on uh, being back in the studio in springtime for another year. That's awesome. Yeah. And you guys are putting on a uh, a wicked fundraiser right now for mental health. We're trying to raise yeah. $1,000 for it. So why don't you yeah, tell us five, about that endeavor? $1,000. bucks. Um, we are at so we're, we're, we're getting there slowly but surely. But yeah, once that's finished, we're going to put on an online show as well as do the uh, Bobby Wing Challenge for Wings, which doesn't sound like much fun. Oh, that's cool because uh, it's, uh, it's a good thing to work towards and uh, investment in is mental health, especially right now with everybody being on lockdown. And uh, 100%. It is. You got, you got so much. Including us in the band right like mm. it's it's hard times right now so if we can do something to help out or help somebody else out we're all for it right on. yeah that we, we're, that's it's, it's kind of the same thing we wanted to do was uh with this we were looking into doing something to give back somehow in the long exactly. run so like we're trying to like figure out how at the moment we're just building it slowly but right the uh the fact that you guys are doing that for such a good cause i think is uh the more it gets out there, the better, the faster it'll go. And I think you guys will actually make more than a thousand dollars, to be honest. Or good thing will be good. How long have you guys been doing it for? 
on the fundraiser? Yeah. Okay. I'd say we're coming up on a month now. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it was funny. My girlfriend actually shared shared the Castanet link to me. And then oh, two of, awesome. and two of my friends had shared it. And the first thing I said was like, I'm going to talk to these guys and try to get an interview. Because oh, uh, what I want to do is Thank get you. this. No worries. I want to get this episode out as quick as possible. Like I might push it ahead just because you guys have the fundraiser and the cause. So I'll try and get it out as quick as possible. Yeah, that's awesome. And then we can all help because I think uh, I think more than just just that. I think a lot of bands would be willing to even help in some way, even doing their own version of it because uh have been for years right just what yeah. they do yeah. yeah it's been a it's been a, a rough time for everybody i know my band had to deal with it with me because uh i had a crazy mental breakdown this year and uh oh, it, it was a it was a hell of an experience but it, it was it turned into a lot of good writing for the song like our ep and uh right. it strengthened us as a group too because i realized like my best friends are now the closest people to me who is my band which is kind of a cool thing I think, I think that's where we're I, at. I concur yeah. to that. Yeah. 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 It's nice. Uh, it's nice when you find your band of brothers. And I guess, so to say, you know, with like it, your, your warrior crew that you can go through war with and do anything with and still make it through. I mean, at this point, we really haven't had to try as far as I'm concerned. We, I don't think there's been. I don't know. I just think it's just come now. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty natural. Yeah, our chemistry good. is pretty strong. Like even, yeah, even when good. we've we've had kind of our hiccups or if, you know one of us does something that the other one doesn't like, it's as simple as just having a conversation with each other. And That's it's, it. It's under the table. God, yeah. moving on. We got some music to play. Not yeah. Yeah. So, yeah it's not a it's not a reality TV show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Unless someone confronts you, of course, then you think. Yeah, um, your guys's style. I it's it's really groovy and and super rock. Like I love it. Where what what's your what's your main influence? Like uh, how do you guys go about writing music so far? What was the question? I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, your guys's style, the way you've created it, like come about creating your your, your, your style of music. Um, a big big part of. The sound, I'd say, is actually Rory, the lead singer. Um, he he started writing music after high school, and it was, it was more so poems, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it kind of slowly just grew and grew and grew, and then kind of meshed it with kind of this grunge-style, uh, Kurt Cobain, Soundgarden-y kind of sound. And as soon as he brought that to the table and we started throwing riffs on top of it, it was like, oh, my God, like, what have we been missing? Yeah, it's super cool because um, I find Kelowna, being a band from Kelowna as well, there's a really diverse scene. It is. Like, you'll have, the yeah. yeah, like you have crazy like Drop Dead Fred Metal, who's like, yeah. in, in, like in flames. And then you've got like Ark and Fire, who's like Iron Maiden into my eyes. You know what I mean? That operatic yeah. metal. And then you have your scream bands and then you have your like your rock bands. And then you have like the bands that have already made it like the wild and other a couple other groups but it's it's such a cool thing to see because Kelowna's music scene is just rock it's so solid too i've said this to multiple people that i think i think Kelowna is kind of the new it's almost as close as vancouver's music scene. like it's getting there 
Yeah, I wish we had more venues is the only thing because uh, yeah. like Moonin's just shut down. I think it was last year or the year before, but that was really oh. one of the only oh. venues. Because we have we have Munins and then we had um, what's the other one downtown that everyone plays at? Uh, yes, thank you, Fernando's. I wanted to say O'Flanagan's. Oh, Fernando's closed down. Yeah. Did it? Five oh nine that bar I was talking about. Yeah, they yeah. took the whole. Yeah, uh, it's, it's oh, good. there, I remember. Yeah, good Yeah. That means there's another venue gone then, eh? What's that? Is that another that does that mean another venue is gone? You said that they that shut they shut down? Yeah, so it's a, a guy actually I already went for music and a guy came in and uh so apparently it's called at 509. And it's a new bar and lounge that has taken over Fernando's. And the way the guy was speaking, it sounds like he has every plan to have live bands in there just like it was before. Oh, that's wicked. Yeah, yeah. So that that was a good thing to hear. So I I think once this COVID thing lifts, I think we're going to see a lot more shows, a lot more venues. Everyone's just, you know, shaking in the chair, waiting to see something live. Yeah, we're all itching too. I, I know every band that I've talked to from all over the world is itching to play. Oh, man. It's, it's, we've had a couple of shows come up and then we see a spike in COVID and they disappear just as fast as they come, right? So This first song is called Demon Got Mine. Demon, yeah. My 
especially uh, here because we have like we have such a small scene that it's if a show comes and you get it, you're damn like you're stoked as hell to get it because there's so many bands and you're like, all right, sweet. But then you lose it. You're like, damn it. Like we were supposed to open up for a stitched apart last November when they were going to come through. But COVID hit in March, I think it was. And we were like, all right, no shows. <laughs> yeah, we got together when COVID hit. Literally, yeah, was, after the second practice, we had to come get my drums. It wasn't much. Yeah. We had three or four practices, and then we were here at Rising. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Hey, yeah. So, that's probably been one of your, your biggest uh, setbacks is COVID then, I guess, hey? In a way, I guess, because we've the thing we've noticed is we feel and we kind of see other bands kind of not taking advantage, we're kind of sleeping on this whole pandemic where they don't want to release new music. They can't play live shows where we're doing everything in our power to get out there. We're doing promoting, marketing, we're releasing songs as fast as we can. Yeah. We just want to stay on top of everybody. So when this pandemic lifts, we're running. Yeah, no, we're the exact same way. <laughs> we're the exact same way. It's cool to see. Uh, it is definitely cool to see who's uh, taking it as a business. Because that's what we have to turn it into right now. Well, yeah, so it comes first of all, because the music is, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we don't without the music, we're not even here talking to you. I think right now, right? So mm-hmm. that's kind of the uh, that's the top of the food chain. Yeah, it's definitely you have to and the, the ability to sit down and be creative for a year without having to stress out about performing is kind of a nice thing because you get that ability to sit down as a group and write your album and write your songs instead of just rushing them out and then having to worry about shows. And exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's a nice, I, I've actually really enjoyed COVID for that aspect of be growing as a musician. Cause I've got to sit. Yeah. Like I've got to sit and focus on my craft instead of just like, Oh shit, we got to go write an album and then we got to go to our, or, or that concept. Is- right, like, it never felt right, right? Right, right. Yeah, and the only pressure we had was the COVID. So we recorded four songs and what? Four days within 12 hours. Master, I mean, just 12 hours, I think we did that EP. And it was actually recorded in this building. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wicked. Yeah, we yeah. set up the drums here. He brought a shit ton of equipment. And uh, it was really cool about yeah, I'm so, actually pretty sure you know Jonathan, Jonathan Hintz. I believe so, yeah. That's funny. That's who did your album? It was, it was cool. You, you would have loved it, Matt. It was fantastic. It's a nice experience. I got lucky, uh, or we got lucky, because our drummer is a hell of a producer. So he's got, and his garage is actually turned into a studio. Oh, so man. we got like the double door and all the soundproof. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah you definitely uh, hit the rock ship there and then lottery yeah and he's a solid dude dude um do you guys remember high horse i'm not from canada so i may not have heard of them they're from kelowna they're 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 a local band they played um the bass player from lake man was also in it okay they're uh i'm though for sure man yeah absolutely yeah they're dope they're a really cool band uh they're a three-piece and uh we we were lucky enough because i think they stopped playing and they handed us Andy kind of on a platter basically because I was looking for a drummer and they were like, here. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, that's awesome. What's your guys' uh, first thing besides performing after COVID? 
What's the first thing you want to get done? I, I think, for, for me at least, I, I think that the, the new music is, is like first and foremost. Uh, after we're recording in the springtime there, I think, I think we're definitely going to have some kind of album like that. I think that's going to be like a next yeah, step forward. We're probably putting everything together. Like yeah. we, we got a couple songs on that first EP that we've actually made major changes to. So yeah. we're probably yeah. going to end up re recording a couple of those. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just, just putting them all together and, and releasing it as a whole album would probably be the next step. Other than that, it would be just any shows as possible if we could end up on some sort of tour come summertime for laughing. Yeah. yeah, it'd be really cool to put a festival together too with a bunch of local bands. Do like an all ages show. Well, there was that. Rory always talks about one. It's called uh, Tune Down and Turn It Up or something. I don't think I've heard of it. Ever heard of that? No. Apparently, apparently, it's a local local heavy metal show that's been going on for four years, okay, and it's all local heavy metal bands. And it's called Tune Down and Turn It Up. Oh, sweet! Yeah, I'll have to look into that because I know that we have the uh, Armstrong Metal Festival, which is wicked. Yeah, that's cute. That's growing. And that's been going for a while now, so it's cool to see that there's another one. Hundred percent. It would definitely be nice to. Uh, like you're from Kelowna, so you grew up in Kelowna. Do you remember the Stutterfly days? Yeah. I, I wish we could bring make the scene like that again. <laughs> like those were the good old days. We had like 150 people stacked into a little church room. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I actually yeah. believe my, my manager that I work with, I believe he played guitar for them for a little bit. Oh, for Stutterfly? Yeah. That's awesome. I know that yeah. Jordan's uh, Jordan's producing. Um, what is their name? Living Living Machines. I think their name is from Kelowna. They're oh, really. I, I've never seen them perform. Like, um, but like, damn, their music is pretty like next level. So it's kind of so it's cool to see how many emerging bands are coming out of Kelowna now. After. It's definitely growing. Oh, for sure, and. Uh, I think one thing is it's just keeping on top of everyone, right? Like if there's there's so many people that want to get out there and want to get released that it's just it's a competition, but it's a fun one. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, you definitely find your your uh, your group of friends that you work well with in yeah. the scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know that one. Uh, like Steve from Chronicle is one of the most supportive people in Kelowna. Like. Steve is absolutely awesome. If you guys have ever met, Steve. I've yet to meet Steve, but I've heard good things from him. Oh man, he's like the most supportive person. He, he every band he he really he, he reps. So it's kind of a cool. We're we're all trying to build a, a community. That's kind of why me and Norman, my bassist, started Enigma. Is to we yeah. realize there is no community for the metal industry, especially emerging bands or rock 100%. bands. So yeah. kind of why I created this is to give that platform and. uh for example, like you guys want to go to Vancouver, all the bands we interview, you can like contact kind of a thing because you know you've right, met no, them kind of. What you're doing is amazing, man. Like we definitely need that platform and we need more people to, to start doing what you're doing because it's, it's people like you that are getting us to be heard and getting us to that next step, right? Oh, we're trying to. I mean, uh, it's definitely, especially nowadays with uh, how flooded the market is and yeah. how flooded YouTube is and podcasts, it's... Uh, yeah. We we appeal to a niche market at the moment, which is musicians, because where where we talk about 
some pretty unique concepts I find like with some bands you just kind of get lost in conversation almost and uh it kind it's kind of cool to meet people from all over the world with, with a like mind 100%. and I've noticed that the bands that are local like our BC bands um they want the same thing they want that tight-knit community again so I think that we're working towards it and as soon as COVID's done it's just going to erupt and the bands that took this last year and a half maybe if they make it two years made a business out of it and actually pushed hard to learn what they need to further their career in the, in the long run are the ones who are going to make it yeah i totally totally agree with you man we, we we've all kind of felt that energy too of it's just it's a matter of time and and even i mean you you've heard it millions of times that it just takes that one person right mm-hmm yeah, it definitely does. A blessing in disguise for us too. It just gave us that time to to kind of hone our craft, right? Um, you know, it, with, with no live shows going on, it didn't really feel like a rush for us to, you know, sit down and blast out five songs. You know, sure yeah. we could do it and rush out five songs. Are we going to sound as good as the songs that we have now? Probably not. Yeah. You know, exactly. so at least we're getting that time to really hone our craft and, and make sure what we are going to put out there once COVID is done is going to, you know, feel like a rocket. It's just going to finish you off, right? So, Mm-hmm. I think you guys will definitely your sound is is perfect for right now too. So I definitely think that that will happen with your mentality. Yeah, I mean, we definitely have a big audience with what we what we're playing. I mean, we're we're our audience. I think is huge. So surprisingly we're not, enough, we're not just one. Like we're not beats. one avenue. It's we're definitely uh, we have a very broad I think, audience group. Well, I think the I think the EP helped with that because we didn't. There's, there's a couple songs on there that, yeah, they're, they're pretty heavy, but we also have one that's kind of just like a <clears throat> soft rock, one that's really slow rock. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very diverse EP, right? And so it all days is kind of like you're even right. Yeah, it's kind of in the middle. Right so, the middle there, so if people don't like one song, they're bound to like at least one on the EP, right? Yeah, no, and that's it's definitely... The video uh, even got mine, so it was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, and you appeal to a lot of people, which is nice because I find that there's a, a need for rock right now. Like we had the past 10 years have been electronic and rap. And I noticed that it's slowly, even the hip hop artists are slowly pushing towards rock in their own I, ways. And uh, it's funny you say that too, because there's one track that we're working on right now. And Rory, our lead singer, he actually does a lot of rap overlay on yeah. one of the verses, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a drummer as well, so I get that. No, I definitely, uh, and you bring it back to the topic of um, your, your singer doing hip-hop. I, I toured hip-hop for 
years. And I actually, that's the one thing my band pushed me to do more in this was to use my hip hop abilities. So this album has, I find most of our songs have an element of me doing it somewhere in it. So it's kind of cool because I'll go from like clean singing to screaming to hip hop. And you're like, all right, dude, pick and choose. <laughs> that's, that's the cool thing is everybody has their own inspiration. Like even with bringing Jamie on board, like we, it was almost instant where we started playing and he did a couple of bass lines and it was like, holy shit, that's what the song was missing. You know what I mean? And we just kind of all pulled it together. So it, it's great to see everybody getting along, everybody sharing the same chemistry, just making music. Yeah, it's our first rehearsal without Rory since college, probably been six months plus. At least six months. Yeah, we've never played without him. So today's the first time after we you know get done here, we're uh, going to be jamming out for a while. So we're uh, yeah, just plugging some new away. Songs. Just, Guys will come up with some new shit and he'll be like, You guys wrote a new album without me? <laughs> yeah, no, it's one strong. I think we got yeah, no, we're totally four, four or five new ones on the way. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like our guitar player, he's just waiting to get his equipment out of storage because everything's in lockdown a lot, a lot harder in the UK right now. So, as soon as he gets his stuff, he's like, Man, I've been just writing and writing and writing since I got home. Oh, man. I feel for him. Yeah. yeah it's uh it's cool to um have that want and that like wonder of what you're gonna hear when it gets recorded and sent over to you so i'm really excited to see what happens because i think that's the funnest part about releasing new stuff is, is the build up to the release teasing mm-hmm. the release, all that stuff get everyone excited for it I, at least for me personally that's that's one of the most funnest things in the band. Too. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, what day are you guys? Is there like a deadline for your your fundraiser, or is it until you make the money that you fundraiser? So we've kind of back and forth with it on either setting a date, or we're worried that if we set a date, that people won't meet the goal of the fundraiser. So what we've been telling everybody right now is. Once that fundraiser goal is met, we will give you the date. Okay. Yeah, and it'll probably be what, a couple weeks after, I'd say we need the goal. I'd say no, no longer than that. I'd say yeah. no, no more than two weeks after the, the goal is set. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna have a live show here, we're gonna do the week thing here. So yeah, it's, yeah, I'd expect to see like the announcement on our social media, you know, a couple of days after uh, the, the, the goal is met. You know, we'll, we'll definitely put the date out there as soon as anticipation. Yeah, absolutely. This next song is called Drive Slow.
Yeah, no, I mean, I think uh, I think people will be more into the fact that you're doing something good, you know what I mean? Versus just like, we're trying to raise money for a tour or we're raising money for something that's not helping. But, so that's, that's like, we even, when we created the fundraiser, we, we thought, Stephon had the great idea of, let's create our own mental health fundraiser. And we thought that was a great idea, but then our minds instantly went to people are going to think that we're pocketing that money for tour purposes or, Correct, or right. instruments or whatever, right? So the way we set it up, yeah. if someone donates their money, it goes straight to the Canadian Mental Health Association. Right out of the gate. Yeah, it goes to the BC division, so it, it, it still stays local. But yeah, it's, it's going directly to them. Yeah, this is no Jerry Lewis telephone. We're trying to touch car, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's wicked. And I definitely think that um, um, the fact that you guys are doing it will help. I think once it gets spreads out more because you've been doing it for a month. And I mean, to raise half of it already in a month is pretty fucking wicked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're over halfway in a month. And that's that's why I feel like another month down the road, if it takes that long, you guys might even beat what you want. You know what I mean? The more it spreads, the more people are inclined. You know, people's, people's finances have been affected by COVID. You know, we're taking that into consideration too. Not everyone's got spare money kicking around right now. And we, we understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, every, every little helps. It's five bucks, ten bucks. You know, we're, we're, we're going to get to that goal eventually. And when we do, we're, we're going to rock out. So. Even, even, a, even a like or a share, you know what I mean? Like, again, what Jamie's saying, not everybody has a buck or two to spare right now. But if you're scrolling, Throw us a like, throw us a share. That, that is that is ten dollars or more to us. Yeah, <laughs> dine, dinegreen.ca as well takes you right to everything there too. Yep. 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 That's awesome. Well, I'll be I'll share your guys's all the links and everything in all the posts. So to, it, it it will get circulated. So because we um we're in a, a worldwide metal group. I don't know if you guys are in that one on Facebook, but there's like we, we explored a little bit. Yeah, there's uh, like forty three thousand different members and most of them are bands so <laughs> so i think uh i think the sharing concept alone will help if everybody helps share it it'll it'll get out there so i definitely think that you guys your uh your fundraiser will make it and you'll be playing pretty damn soon exactly it's it's we're here we, we will give back the love is, is what i'm trying That's to get right. at right like we're we have such a respect for for fans and, and our friends and our family that if you know again we're putting on a show for a reason right it's not like hey send us a thousand bucks and we'll forget about you we're gonna give you something in value i mean music is sacrifice too or that could just be a whole other show for you there but yeah i mean music is definitely not a bad way sacrifice but you know playing music being a musician it is a sacrifice in some sorts it, it truly is and that's just you know that's my take on it it's, it's no it is I think it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, I think being any kind of artist is a sacrifice if you're dedicated to it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a risk. You're kind of jumping off a cliff and hoping you're going to hit a crowd. Well, especially as a musician. Yeah. Cause like musicians, I mean, you buy, you invest in your drum kit, which is probably like, you know, over, over 1500 bucks it's an investment you know what i mean oh yeah had a few of my days man I, yes yep 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 yeah so i mean i mean you said, I, that now, it's, 
Yeah, yeah. Symbols, fuck. I go through symbols currently. Yeah, like a madman. Yeah, man. Well, I was a drummer for, I don't, I don't know if you guys remember the band Meteor Tree from uh, Kelowna. Yeah. yeah, I was the drummer for them. And yeah, I've wasted enough symbols in my day. So I, oh, yeah. it's uh, my symbols all have chunks out of them like that big. <laughs> cool. Is there um, anything you guys want to say that you would, would change into the industry today if you could? Change. I would say um, paying musicians the right value for what they're worth. This whole 0. 0.0006 pennies per play is uh, it's a little ridiculous. Like we've we've put a lot of time and work into this, a lot of money into this, and I mean we, we'll take what we get. We love what we do, but to you know create an EP and then at the end of the year, you know, your, your account only has 25 bucks in it. It's kind of like, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, uh, yeah. And I think it's like 0.0047. So if you make a million, if you do have a million streams, you make like 4,300 bucks or something. Yeah. It's, it's so, it's sad. <laughs> yeah. Compared to like the seventies where rock stars made millions of dollars and could buy anything oh, yeah. they wanted. Like the late 80s is when that kind of almost was almost half of what you made 20 years prior. So then the 90s, almost nothing. 2000s, you can forget about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, I think the most, the most said response so far is that that needs to change. And then trying to figure out how to make that change is the hard thing. Whether it's you have to create a whole new platform that's that musicians create like you know what i mean like a musician takes the time to do it and make it themselves for musicians i think that's the only way to go about it but now do you think that takes away from your creativity as looking at it from sitting behind your kid playing behind your microphone guitar do you do you think because you have that thought process now do you think that takes away from your creativity just curious what you may you know what, what might you say to them like my my personal self yeah, I mean, as far as you having that, yeah, well, it's zero, zero, zero point four seven. Do you think that takes away from your musical creativity when you're writing songs? No, music has always been the thing that, like, since I was, I picked up a guitar at uh, ten years old and was performing at twelve in like open mics. It's always been, I'll be, I'll be seventy years old still trying to book a show. It's, right, uh, yeah, yeah, right, right. I don't, I don't care if I make it or not. It's, it's, it's at this point. Oh, yeah. 10, 10 years ago when I was 20, it was, uh, I want to be a rock star. Now that I'm 30, okay. I'm, it's for me. It's for, it's, if people enjoy it, then people enjoy it. You enjoy it, right? And I, I think that's one thing I would personally change in, in the, the industry is, is, you know, that, that hunger or, or that greed for fame, you know, the, 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 the whole idea that, you know, you're going to make it and you're, you're going to be a millionaire. I mean, for me, it's, it's just not about that. For me, it's about you know creating that music and creating that feeling. There's something something different, something special. Uh, it's, it, you know, people want to get close to the ugliness of fame. It's, it's, it's for me something that, that does put a, a detriment to the industry rather than a rather than positive. Yeah, I mean, we'll always be approaching. I mean, I definitely see that. We'll always be approaching. Mm-hmm. Never not be approaching for sure. Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, Jamie's a good example where. Invited him into the practice, like he even said right out of the gate, he's like, "Guys, I was nervous as hell coming here, but I'm pretty sure he found out pretty quick that we were a very chill group of guys." Yeah, just, you know, 
Just a good family. family. Really good family. Let's play. Let's jam. Let's, uh, let's make some jams. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything you guys want to say to the viewers before we wrap up? Thanks for watching. Thanks for yeah. listening. Yeah, if you're listening to watch, absolutely. Dyingbreed.ca. Check out the fundraiser. Yeah. And thank you to all. Yeah. More to come, for sure. That's awesome. Cool. Well, um, thank you guys for coming on, and we'll definitely have you back on when you get to get your release your next set of songs. I hope to see you out there soon. I'm looking forward to listening to some of your stuff, man. Awesome. Thank you, guys. We'll definitely keep in touch. Be good, buddy. All right. Have a good night. Enjoy. 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 Enjoy.